Hola, ¿qué pasa, amigos? You're listening to the Madrid Mania podcast with Giovanni. Today is Monday, September 16th. What a great show I have for you guys today. Lots to talk about. Unfortunately, the game on Saturday started at 6 a.m. St. Louis time, so that sucked for me because I had to wake up very early Saturday morning and I worked very late Friday, so that was terrible. But more importantly, Real Madrid won 3-2 at the Bernabeu against a tough Levante team. And in the end, that's all that matters, the three points. We started with Marcelo, Ramos, Baran, and Carvajal in defense. In midfield, it was James, Toni Kroos, Casemiro. And in attack, it was Benzema, Lucas Vazquez, who was surprised, surprised many to be starting, and Vinicius. Bale didn't start because of that unfair red card he got before the international break against Villarreal a fortnight ago. And Modric got injured playing for Croatia in the international break. So they didn't play. So let's jump right into it. In the first half, Carvajal had a delightful chipped cross, almost like a scoop pass, which found... Big Ben's in the box, and Karim De Dream did not disappoint with the beautifully guided header that froze the Levante keeper and bulged the back of the net. For me, Karim De Dream, who, as you know, I'm a big fan of, I think is easily one of the most underrated players in the world. Last season, if it weren't for him, we wouldn't have even qualified for the Champions League. He literally carried us to a Champions League position, and for those of you stat heads, he's already the sixth highest goal scorer in Real Madrid history with 226 goals. And he's 31, so he could definitely pass the likes of Santillana, Di Stefano, Real Madrid legends if he wants to. Then in the 30th minute, James gave a wondrous little pass when he easily could have gone for glory with a shot. But instead, he found big bends in stride to put him through on goal and Karim rolled the ball past the Levante keeper, and just like that, it was 2-0. This pass from James reminded me of his assist to Benz in the 2014 October Clásico at the Bernabeu when we, when we beat Barcelona 3-1 under Enchilati. And Zidane was actually still an assistant coach, but I really like what I'm seeing from James and Benzema. This connection is hot. I mean, they're a better duo than Shaggy and Scooby-Doo, for God's sakes. They understand each other's movements, and they know without even looking where the other one it will be. And that can't be bought, people. That's earned on the training ground. So if Zidane is hip and Hamas keeps playing like this, he needs to start. Bottom line. I also enjoyed the Cruz-Hamas connection because both of them think and pass in similar manners, which suits us in the midfield. Both of them are ex-Bayern players, and for some reason... These Bayern players just uh, think and pass alike. I don't know what it is, but they've got that Munich connection. Then, with five minutes until halftime, after some crisp and quick passing in the midfield, which caught Levante's defense with his pants down, Lucas Vasquez gave a good ball down the flank to Vinicius, and the Brazilian gave a low cross to Fan Casemito, or Casemiro. And bada-bing, bada-boom, it's 3-0, 
And in my head and many other Madridistas' heads, we're thinking, we're back, baby. We got this. It's in the bag. Dub City. Easy money. Whatever you want to call it. But then in the second half, we came back to reality. We really had trouble finishing our chances to put the game away, and we lost focus for spurts on the defensive side of the ball. Four minutes into the second half, Sergio Ramos failed to mark Borja Mayoral's run in the box, and the former Madrid man tucked the low finish past that fat, ugly tuna of a goalie that we have in Thibaut Courtois. I mean, if you look at Thibaut Courtois' face, he really looks like a tuna. His nose is ginormous. And not only that, he's just ugly. So that's now four games without a clean sheet, which isn't all Courtois' fault, but we should definitely be doing better. In the 60th minute, Eden Hazard popped his Real Madrid cherry, and he almost scored a goal, but the Levante keeper made a stunning save to deny the Belgian a wondrous debut goal. With 15 minutes left, we were thinking, you know, it's 3-1, we got this. But then Levante put a short corner, and the guy whipped in a wicked cross, which Carvajal could not deal with, and he lost his marker at the far post. And Levante scored with a header, and just like that, it's 3-2. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, no, how are we going to blow a 3-0 lead at home? Like, we had total control of this game, and somehow we're managing to fuck it up. Luckily for us, that didn't happen. We were able to hold on. But man, oh, man. We really should have won this game comfortably. What's concerning is that we still lack that killer instinct to put games to bed. And if we don't improve on this, we're going to drop more points this season. That's for sure, when we really shouldn't. So the first half was amazing. But then in the second half, we lost focus in bursts, which cost us two goals. But I will say this. It's definitely an improvement from last game because instead of losing concentration for whole passages in play, you know, 10, 15 minutes, like in, against Villarreal, we managed to narrow that time only to a few minutes, which is good. That means our defensive focus is getting better. Now I'd like to talk about the player ratings. Courtois, he conceded two goals and he didn't really make any good saves. I mean, he made one decent save that he really should save because he's just a really tall keeper. But other than that, he really didn't make any good saves. So I'm going to give him a 5.7. Carvajal, he had a bad giveaway in the 54th minute, which almost cost us another goal. And he was consistently beaten for pace and skill by the speedy Jose Luis Morales the Levante striker, who consistently turned him inside out like a wet t-shirt multiple times. He was more confident and had a great assist, though, so an improvement from previous games because I was seriously starting to wonder what happened to the Carvajal of 2016-2017 because against Villarreal, his crossing was god-awful. But today was much better, so I'll give him a 7.1. Sergio Ramos... He lost focus on the first Levante goal when he failed to track Mayaral's run, which cost us a goal. But other than that, he had an okay game. He really didn't have to do that much because we were attacking most of the time. So I'm going to give him a 6.7 because he lost concentration and cost us a goal. Baran was solid in the air and he didn't make any mistakes. He was always very attentive to any danger and snuffed out any chances. So 7.5 for him. Marcelo... I'm going to give a 7.5, but not for his offensive exploits, but defensively he was much 
improved and he showed some balls or some huevos and tenacity that we really needed at left back. He was at a position less frequently, so that was very good news in the defensive department. So I applaud him for his defensive efforts. And he made some important tackles to deny chances for Levante. So 7.5 for the Rio native. Tony Cruz, I'll give a 7.8. He was solid and crisp in his passing and was always an outlet to start the attack. And his positioning was on point as always. If it weren't for his positioning, I don't know where we would be defensively because sometimes I just think he kind of organizes us defensively, along with Casemiro. Casemiro, he played more offensively and he got a goal. But when he was subbed off, we really struggled defensively. Scored a nice goal, as I mentioned, with an assist from Vinicius. But he still makes some silly challenges and he got a yellow card for a brutal challenge on a Levante player. Zidane is using him more as a, not a central attacking midfielder, but kind of as a center mid. And in my opinion, that's not the way to go because he's a center defensive mid. And I think he should stay in his positioning. He can score goals, but that's not his game. And I think we should give James that role rather than Casemiro. So I'll give Casemiro an 8 because he was very important to us defensively and offensively with the goal. Now I want to talk about Jamesito. Man of the match for me. He had a partidazo. He really stood out in his performance and most importantly in his desire. The man was sliding in the challenges, winning the ball, running after balls like never before. So that was incredible to see. And he had an insane no-look backheel pass out of the air, which was so stunning that Hazard wasn't even expecting it, and he kind of dallied on the ball. Basically, he played with corazón and alma and agarra, which really impressed me, the fans, with his tenacity and desire to get back on defense, which has always been his weakness. If he can play like this, he's a definite starter 100%. The big question, though, is can he always play with this desire? Because we all know the quality is there. It's just can he take that next step and show he's a starter in this team? Another thing I really loved about Hamas was how confident he was on the ball. I mean, he oozed class, and he always was calling for the ball. And so that's a sign to me that he's not afraid anymore because in his first game at the Bernabeu, he looked kind of scared but now he's like a changed man. The fans love him. I love him. And more importantly, Zidane now has confidence in him. So let's see where this takes him. 8.4 for Hamasito. Karim de Dream, like I mentioned earlier, he's our goal scorer. And to those of you who don't like him or think he's overrated and not a good player, suck it and keep sucking it because this guy is pure class. He almost had a hat trick after he diced and left the hopeless Levante defender for dead, only to see his low-whipping shot slam against the post. Two well-taken goals for the Frenchman, and his finishing was cooler than a polar bear's backside, as the great Ray Hudson would say. 8.3 for Karim Nedrim. Lucas Vasquez. I think Zidane started him because Bale was suspended. He put in a solid shift and was always committed to tracking back, which I admire, and he was plugging in the holes in defense. But when Hazard or Bale are fit, he's just not going to start. He's just not good enough, talent-wise and technically. But he could be a great sub for us, great energy man. And 
he could be that 12th man for us, for sure. So, Lucas, I'll give you a 6.9. Vini, he had an assist and troubled defenders with his pace, but once again, he couldn't finish his chances. Particularly in the 70th minute when Hamasito gave him a beautiful ball to put him through on goal with only the keeper to beat, but the Brazilian shot it straight at the keeper. This shows that his finishing hasn't really improved and he's probably not going to start. Like Lucas, when Hazard and Bale are back, he's not going to make the starting 11. 7.4 for the former Flamengo man. Hazard, Militao, and Jovic were all subs, but they didn't play enough, so I won't give them a rating. For the manager, I'll give an 8. Zidane, I thought he got the team right, given the injuries, and I applaud him for giving Hamas a chance again. And hopefully he does the same for Bale. He's going to have a big headache, though, once Modric, Hazard, and Bale are back. Who's he going to sit? It'll be very interesting to find out. My guess is that he's probably going to sit either Hamas or Bale, but let's see what happens. Flop of the match. I don't think there was any flop, but our defensive focus needs to be 100% for the whole match if we want to improve defensively and keep clean sheets, which builds confidence on defense which I cannot emphasize enough, is so important at this level. Because right now, teams do not fear Real Madrid's defense. They lick their chops when they see that we're going to be playing them. To wrap it up, I definitely like the performance compared to our draws against Valladolid and Villarreal because we showed more backbone and desire on the defensive side. With Hazard and Bale coming back, things are looking up, and I'm very hopeful that Zizou can turn the situation around. More importantly, if Hamas can play like he did consistently, this changes everything for us because now we have finally have an outlet that can connect the midfield to our attackers, which we so desperately lacked last season. So basically, Hamas can save our season in some sense. So it's big if he plays like that. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening, and hasta la vista, baby.